behind the crown gown and makeup, incredible women are working to change the world through service, style, success, and scholarship. Join me, Madeline Fisher, as I sit down with title holders within the Miss America organization to share just how outstanding these young women really are. It's the Four Points Podcast. Hello, everyone. It is Madeline, and today I decided I was going to do something a little different. Miss Indiana is, right now when I'm recording this, only 12 days away, and I don't think in the run of this podcast I've ever taken a second to talk about my story and share my experiences and why I hold the Miss America organization so near and dear to my heart. So I decided on a rainy day, just a random Tuesday, that I was going to sit down and kind of reflect on my time thus far in the Miss America organization. And if you're bored, I'm so sorry. It's just gonna be me talking your ear off for a couple minutes, hopefully not a full 45 like the rest of my guests do. Um, But I've decided, you know, this is my story and I really wanna share it because I think that some people may find inspiration from it. Um, So for starters, I just started competing in the Miss America organization this year, the 2021-2022 season. Um, Previously, I had been working with a local organization, the Miss Harvest Homecoming organization. Uh, My dad was a volunteer and both him and I worked on the technical aspects of pageant day, whether that be helping girls zip up dresses, um, put on lavalier mics for those who do the musical theater performance where they dance and sing or running the handheld on and off stage, pushing pianos on and off stage, running out mic stands. I mean, you name it, I probably brought it on stage. And for the longest time, I never had confidence in myself and in my ability to compete in this organization. Even as a teen, I always told myself, oh, you're too busy. Oh, it's probably not worth your time and things like that. Um, But something just kind of changed this year. At the beginning of my first year of college, which was also this year, I ended up breaking my back. And when I was going to college, my whole plan was to be a competitive dancer and dance on the dance team at my college and all of the girls were so incredibly kind and the coach was so incredibly sweet shout out you indie dance i love all of you but me breaking my back kind of put something in my mind that you know maybe this is not what i'm meant to do maybe there is something greater something new that could call out to me and outside of my major i decided you know what This thing that's been sitting on the shelf that I've been too afraid to do for so long, you know what, let's do it. And I entered my first local pageant. My first local was Miss Three Rivers. I watched Miss Megan Ryle get crowned. She is a sweetheart and it was so great to be there. And the first one, I was so incredibly nervous. I was not really sure if this was the right thing to me, but you know, I've always been told to trust the process. And next, I headed to Miss Collegiate ND, where I placed first runner-up to Lacey Freeman, who has been a guest on the podcast. And again, all of these girls are such sweethearts. And after that, I went to Cardinal, and I, I didn't place. And I was like, you know, maybe this isn't right for me. Um, but, you know, after Cardinal uh, had a couple months off, the first pageant back after the holidays was Miss Spirit of Indiana, Miss Heart of the Midwest. And I ended up winning. And I don't even 
still have words to kind of encapsulate what that moment, what this title means to me outside of it's something that I wanted to do for so long, but I just never had the courage to do it myself. So my journey in the Miss America organization, though it's very short thus far, is a very rich history. And I'm just so excited to be competing this year and actually putting myself out there because throughout my life, that is something I've really struggled to do. And you're probably saying, Maddie, didn't you do theater? Isn't your entire social impact about theater? Yes, but when I'm performing, I'm, I'm a character. I'm not, I'm, I'm not Maddie. I'm, I'm Morticia and the Addams Family or I'm Rizzo and Grease. I'm, I'm not me. So I've always had trouble putting myself out there and it was so enriching to throw myself out there again and have something good come back good feedback and you know I'm just very (laughs) excited um, to be competing and I hope that you guys are ready for a little I don't want to call this an inner monologue I feel like that sounds so goofy Um, but just kind of sit along and go through my journey with me so the first point of the crown that I talk about with all of my guests is style And I like to talk about every candidate, every title holder's personal style, because I think that really reflects who they are on stage and who they are backstage and who they are when they aren't Miss Insert Title. Um, For me, I am a pretty, I want to say chill person, um, but I know a lot of people who are disagreeing just in their heads because I'm, I'm an avid planner. I actually carry around three planners at all times, one for work, uh, one for school, and one for my personal life, which unfortunately I don't have a lot of right now due to Miss Indiana prep and tons of things going on. And once again, I'm so incredibly grateful for this opportunity, but I just like to consider myself to be a pretty laid back person. I, I take things seriously when they need to be taken seriously. I'm somebody who loves making friends, but I also have social anxiety, so I don't really like people. Don't ask me why I'm a communication major. I I couldn't explain it to you very well. Um, But one thing about me is that I'm a very organized person. And I think that that organization kind of carries over into how I am on pageant day. Um, I always have my stuff organized in the dressing room. I carry around my little drawers and I put everything away. Everything has a spot. And if it's not in the spot, I start to panic looking for the spot. (laughs) I know that sounds so funny, but that's just the kind of person I am, you know. Um, And another thing about my style is that Though I try to stay kind of low-key, I love I love a flashy dress, okay? You'll see it in my Miss Indiana dress this year. I love a flash. I love a showstopper because when I did theater, I liked to have the showstopping numbers, which is kind of selfish, but it's true. I mean, the peak was being singing their worst things I could do in Greece, truly. Oh, my goodness. But back to the showstopper thing, the gowns that I have worn this year have been very eclectic. Um, no one is really like the other. I started in a navy blue one that was sequined, but it was like pattern sequins. It was like almost geometric, and it was gorgeous. Um, and then I switched to a gunmetal one with bronze vertical lines going down it. It was very fitted, and I'm not going to lie, I did feel a little uncomfortable wearing something so fitted because I am a little insecure, and I am okay sharing about that because it's okay to not be okay, and I've kind of posted about that on my social media a little bit but that dress I felt a little self-conscious in but you know I still chugged along um and then for Miss Spirit of Indiana was when I rolled out my new red carpet dress which is absolutely fab it's a rainbow dress it is a custom Ashley Loren I had to order it special because they had it at a consignment shop near my house but it wasn't my size so we called and they're like yeah we'll make it for an extra hundred dollars and I was like sweet so got the dream dress um but 
my talent dresses I feel like have also been <laughs> kind of just all over the place the first one was a blue iridescent the second one was like rose gold but it was it was a glitter monster left glitter everywhere and then my third talent dress was it's a long sleeve it's rose gold again and it's just very elegant and I love it but um yeah, um, that talent dress is gorgeous. I'm actually wearing it again at Miss Indiana, so I don't have to keep that a secret. Very excited to wear it again. And um, my style when it comes to performing talent um, also has been quite eclectic. I have changed my song three times so far this season, <laughs> and I'm really excited for my Miss Indiana song. It is very jazzy. It is very old school musical theater, I guess. And it's kind of one of those songs that based off of what I sang earlier this season, it's kind of the last thing you'd expect, I guess. It's not the kind of song that anyone would ever envision me singing unless they knew me. Um, so I am extremely excited to perform that. But on the topic of... Um, old school theater um that kind of segues me into my social impact initiative and the service side of the crown and that is my social impact initiative is um musical theater encouraging all to help make and take the stage and i'm working really hard to advocate um for the performing arts especially in schools that's one area where i really want to focus but also trying to increase involvement amongst all communities even if that's outside of the school just in your local community theater um but the reason I really focus on school so much is because my senior year of high school, it was COVID. So the whole story, just kind of keep that in mind. I was in a concert production of Bright Star, which is a fabulous show. Please listen to it. Oh, my goodness. Um, but when I say concert uh, edition, that means that there's not a lot of one-on-one -on -one acting because it was COVID. They didn't really want us, you know, up on each other. So it's a lot less script and it's all of the music, essentially. So we sat socially distanced. We did the scene work that was required with the script. And we put on this version of Bright Star as my fall musical. And we already knew we were going to have to have limited seating and only three performances instead of the regular six. Um, but on our second night of tech week, we got shut down by my school board, which made no sense because the same day as we were supposed to be performing Bright Star, um, the basketball team was going to be able to play a home basketball game, a homecoming game, where girls and guys are walking on the court in dresses with no mask and players are playing with no mask and there would be spectators. And I don't know if you can kind of figure out the issue there, but that that makes absolutely no sense. If I'm performing an entire show in a mask, socially distant from my cast, and we have taped seats in the auditorium, socially distancing um, guests to the show, how can the show not happen, but the basketball game could? And when I get asked in interviews about picking theater or sports, I have a foot in both camps. I was the captain of my high school dance team for two years, and I remember sophomore year of high school the team actually did not exist because of an issue internally and the team went away for a year and then trying to build back up when we came back the next year was extremely difficult so I can see the struggle on both sides but it's the things like that that really just upset me and ultimately with the whole bright star situation I ended up writing a really just heartfelt I was crying while I wrote it letter um actually I put it on Facebook and it got shared like 200 times or something crazy like that. And it ended up reaching a couple of the people on my school board and they reversed the decision. Um, but they did take away one of our performances and were like, hey, Sunday, we want you to stream it, but you can have Friday and Saturday. So, you know, I kind of consider, <laughs> I consider that a victory. Um, but after that whole situation and 
being in theater in high school and hearing some of the comments that people like to say about how it's not worth your time, you're not getting anything out of it. I, I really am focusing on making sure people understand how important the arts are to the education. Not only do they provide students um, with better linguistic skills, whether that just be their public speaking skills, um, uh, understanding more complex vocabulary, um, reading different texts, especially Shakespeare. I mean, that's the kind of text that really takes a lot of work, and that's something you're exposed to quite frequently in theater classes. But even outside of just academics, um, theater really does bring students a sense of belonging. It really gives them a place where they can just... Um, freely be themselves, um, but it also provides a lot of students with self-confidence, and that's why I've been focusing so hard on advocating for the arts, not only in schools, but also in the community, because what the arts do for people in schools, they also do for people in the community, and I know that because the community theater that I act at sometimes in the summer is one of the most tight-knit families ever, and I know that that community that you feel in theater outside of the schools exists in the schools, and I'm working, I'm doing my very best to make sure that people realize that this community is not worth sacrificing um, and yeah that's just what musical theater is all about and I've had a great time promoting it a uh, great time going in and teaching students about the arts I did a school visit a couple weeks ago at my one of my alma maters my um, K-12 um, Our Lady of Perpetual Help um, and in the next week I will be a instructor at a summer theater camp at my other alma mater New Albany High School and I am just so ecstatic to spend time with the kids talking about theater you know I, I love to talk about theater and I literally cannot wait um, I'm gonna go take a quick break I'm gonna go get a sip of water because it's a lot talking for minutes and minutes straight I don't know how TED talkers do it but I'm gonna go take a quick drink and I will be right back to talk about success and scholarship Hey Queens, it's Madeline. Now I love meeting and chatting with all of my Miss America organization friends about what they are accomplishing, but hey, I'm proud of what I'm accomplishing too. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Miss Indiana underscore Spirit of Indiana to follow along with my year of service. All right, guys, and welcome back to the Four Points Podcast. Um, today, it is just a little personal narrative from me, your host, Madeline Fisher, and we're going to start talking about um, success and scholarship. So starting with success, my success story looks a little different. I kind of talked about it in the opening about how my journey in the Miss America organization was very unexpected, and it was sparked by a back injury that, you know, still irritates me to this day because... Well, they all say once you hurt your back, it just kind of hurts. And they're absolutely right. <laughs> they are so right. I'm the person who you'll be on a long car ride. I have to get out every two hours to stretch just because my back hurts. Or after like walking around for like two hours, I'm like, man, whew, my back hurts. And I sound like somebody's grandmother. But guys, it's real. I swear I'm not just lazy. <laughs> um, no, but talking about success, um, it's my first year in the organization and I received a title at my fourth local and I know a lot of people who took it took them a lot more time to earn a title or get that runner-up position and I recognize that and for those people out there listening who may still not have a title I'm a firm believer that God's timing is always right. I am a religious person. I'm a Catholic, and I've always believed that God's timing is right. And if you did not receive a title or you were first runner up and you were so close, it just means it's not your time. That time is coming, and when the time is right, it all will be right. So um, I still thank God every day that I was able to earn a title in my first year competing 
And um, it's just been such a blessing. My directors, Chloe and Kayla, are fantastic. But I'm also so incredibly blessed to have been crowned um, with my sister, Queen Alyssa, and my teen, Lillian. They are both so incredibly kind. They have hearts of gold and hearts of service. And I've talked to Alyssa on the podcast, so you guys know that she is so passionate about what she does. And I hope one day I can get Lillian in here because she is a doll and she is so sweet. And we both love theater. Um, but also another thing that I'm, I'm kind of glad that I waited to join the organization because I got to watch so many girls live out their dream. When I worked with Miss Harvest Homecoming, I was there to watch the last five Miss Harvest Homecoming and Miss Harvest Homecoming Outstanding Teens get crowned. And then ultimately one of those Miss Harvest Homecomings became Miss Indiana back in 2019 or 2020. Oh God, my years. Uh, Miss Tara Taylor, who has ever since just I've kept her in my heart and she's fabulous. She's also a New Albany High School alumni and I am so glad to have met all of the Miss Indianas who came through and visited at Miss Harvest Homecoming and then obviously seeing all these girls live out their dreams as Miss Harvest Homecoming and then go on to continue to compete in the organization and just achieve fantastic things. So I kind of am giving part of my success to these girls who have gone before me and kind of set that little pageant light in my heart and I'm so glad that I finally decided to follow it because I'm having the time of my life and you can tell just based off of the fact that I started a podcast over it and I'll plug my social media later, but you can see on my social media that what I'm doing is what I love to do. I am in love with this job and in love with everything that it has brought me so far and it almost makes me emotional that I am living this life now, a life that I never thought I was going to be able to live. And I just want for everyone to enjoy this feeling someday. Like I said, God's timing is always right. And when it is your time, it is your time. And I cannot wait for you to feel what I feel, just the love and the passion that I feel for this job and the Miss America organization (laughs) and it, it being a scholarship organization, which is a perfect segue into the scholarship point of the crown. Now, though I've only been competing for a year, so the scholarship money I've received is about, I I think it's between $750 and about $1,000. But the interview process that you get at Miss Indiana Locals, and I will get very shortly at Miss Indiana, is just unmatched. Um, I've had a ton of interviews. I interviewed for a job actually back in April and received it, and I'm now working as the digital media manager at 88.7 WICR The Diamond in Indianapolis, and that job has brought me so many opportunities. It's given me a greater platform to just kind of put stuff out on social media and support a station and a school that I love here at UND. Um, But that interview process felt so much easier thanks to the Miss America organization and earning scholarships at pageants has also encouraged me to apply for other scholarships. And uh, back in, I think, February, I was awarded one of the Indiana Broadcasters Association scholarships, and it's a $5,000 scholarship, which still is just mind-boggling to me. And it's it's one of those things I would not have probably applied for had I had the confidence that I had built up from the Miss America organization. So though my journey with the scholarship aspect is short thus far, I have been inspired by the scholarship I've received and the interview process and all of this job experience that I'm gaining from my year of service and my year competing at locals that is, I will never, I just, I can't take it for granted because it is unlike anything else I will ever experience in my life. Now, 
I'm going to take one more break. Like I said, it is hard to talk for minutes on end. But when I come back, I'm going to talk about my personal, my inner dialogue, (laughs) I guess, about how I'm feeling about Miss Indiana Week, my apprehensions, my nerves, my joys, and just all of that. So stick around. All right, and welcome back to the final segment of the specialty episode of the Four Points Podcast. It's just Madeline today, and I'm kind of talking to you guys about my journey in the Miss America organization, and I'm actually really glad I got the opportunity to do this because I had a couple of the girls who have come and sat in here with me like, when are you going to tell your story? And I'm like, girl, I don't know. I'm too busy telling yours. So I'm very glad that I found some time to sit down and kind of share my story with all of you, and I hope that maybe it inspires somebody out there to get involved and take a this organization and really appreciate it for what it is it's it's phenomenal um but miss indiana (laughs) as of today june 1st we move in in 11 days which is just crazy i cannot believe it's here i got crowned on super bowl sunday february 13th so time has just kind of flown ever since i got crowned and i can't believe miss indiana is finally here it is, it is just, oh my gosh, it's insane. And I am so incredibly excited to compete at Miss Indiana because as I mentioned, I have been a big fan of the organization for a very long time. And I've watched a lot of girls go to Miss Indiana through social media and live streams and then obviously supporting girls in their journeys to Miss Indiana over the years. I, I've loved watching every second of it. And I mentioned in a post um, on my Instagram not too long ago that for so many years, I have been the cheerleader on the side of a local organization or on the side of a miss. And I'm finally the miss getting cheerleaders and my family and my friends friends in my hometown because I my neighborhood has never had a Miss Indiana candidate so they're all going crazy in our neighborhood group chat I just started a campaign selling candles and they are all blowing up my Facebook guys because they want to buy candles and I I just I just think it's so funny um but when it comes to Miss Indiana week I just you know I'm really just going to take it all in this year. Now, I do I do set goals for myself because I think it's healthy to set goals. Even if you don't reach them, just knowing that you pushed yourself to do them is smart. It's a good thing to do. It, it makes you a stronger competitor. It makes you more focused and ready to go. Um, but my personal goal this year is really trying to make it into the top 11. And I know that is a lot to ask when I'm competing against 35 other fabulous, fabulous women from the state of Indiana. And you know, I'm just going in there with an open heart. I'm ready to accept all of the challenges that are presented before me and try to keep a level head. Um, I do struggle with a lot of mental illness and sometimes it's hard for me to keep a level head, especially when I'm put in stressful situations. And I'm hoping that I can take Miss Indiana week. I can take it all in. I can get my brain to just kind of find some sort of bliss. I'll go to my happy place and make it through the week strong. And um, I'm really, really, really just excited for the competition. Um, Not even just doing well, beating people. I am just so excited to go on stage again. I love being on stage. Being a theater person, the stage is my home. I love the stage and my dress collection this year is just crazy. Shout out to all of the consignment shops in Southern Indiana. Mariposa, House of K, Beloved, all of you guys. Fantastic. Thank you for making me look so gorgeous all the time and then also shout out to Ashley Renee's for helping me find the most beautiful gown ever 
for red carpet. And I actually, I actually am kind of excited that my red carpet night is Wednesday night because I was so afraid of having the same dress as somebody, which I feel like that's like, that never happens. But you know, it's something, it's something my brain just worries about, right? Um, I'm actually the second person in the entire competition to do red carpet. Um, so the chances of the person before me having the same gown are, are quite slim. So I'm feeling pretty good in that aspect. But Wednesday for me is red carpet. Thursday for me is talent. And Friday is sipping on stage question. And I'm going to be a little transparent for a second. Um, I'm actually very nervous for the onstage question. Now, that's funny because interview is actually my favorite part of the entire competition. Um, but something, it feels like you're interviewing in front of like 600 people instead of just six judges and an auditor, you know. Um, but once again, it's just take a deep breath, answer the question with grace, get through it without tripping on your words or crying. And I'm considering that a victory for myself. But outside of the competition, I am just truly so excited to be paired with a princess because my first experience in the Miss America organization before I worked with Harvest, I totally forgot to say it. I was actually a princess, um, not at Miss Indiana. I was a princess for Miss Harvest Homecoming for, uh, I think, two years, maybe. Um, so my first experience with this organization was as a princess. And I am so excited to have a little girl or a little boy with me as a prince or princess um, spending the week with me. And hopefully what I do inspires them. And if it's a young girl, hopefully one day they decide they want to compete in the Miss America organization. And just the fact that I will have someone by my side who, regardless of how well I do, whether I trip and fall on my face, they're just going to be so excited to see me. That, I think, is what's going to keep me going. And also, whoever I end up being roommates with, um, I think we're going to have a ball. We're just going to have a great time. We're going to listen to fab music. Hope you like Taylor Swift. If you don't, you will by the end of Miss Indiana. Bam. But I'm just so excited, especially for having a prince or princess just by my side, um, being my little cheerleader, because we all know when we get like compliments from our family and friends, it's like, oh, do you really mean it? Or are you just being nice? But when it's a child, I'm telling you guys, kids have no filter, right? But if it's a child by my side, just cheering me on, I know that they're being honest, you know, it's, it's, oh, I'm just so excited for that aspect of Miss Indiana. Um, and this is my first trip, as I've mentioned so many times on this podcast. So I'm really just trying to make memories and kind of take everything in and learn what to expect um, for the years to come. Because this is my first year, but it is most certainly not my last. I go to a private college, silly geese. I got to make the scholarship money and I got to make these connections because being a comm major is kind of hard right now. Um, but yeah, I am just, once again, I have such a full heart. I'm so incredibly grateful for my family, for driving to pageants even though we live at the very bottom of indiana and jeffersonville and they drive to kokomo they drive to fort wayne they drive everywhere just to cheer me on and I, I love them so much and i've been blessed as i mentioned with the most incredible directors and incredible sister queens for this first trip to miss indiana and again i just every day i wake up and thank god that this is the journey that he paved out for me and I, I trust him with everything and his timing. And um, yeah, that's about all I have for you guys today. I know this episode is short, but it's hard when you are talking to yourself. Actually, I'm talking to a microphone. There's a nice window in front of me. I got a clock. It's pretty nice. <laughs> but back to what I was talking about, um, make sure that you follow me on Instagram, um, at least for my title holder account. That's Miss Indiana underscore spirit of Indiana. Um, also in that bio, I have a link I have a link tree that goes to my personal Instagram, as well as the website for the Four Points podcast, my personal portfolio website, and a ton of other cool projects that I'm doing. So make sure you check that out. Um, 
if you listen to this whole thing, thank you so much for listening to me ramble for probably around 30 minutes. I haven't edited this yet. Just looking at the raw audio. I'm getting I'm getting good vibes. Um, but yes, thank you just so much for listening to my story. I, I love sharing it because I think it's very unique. Um, and I'm just so excited to be a title holder, be living this dream. And, you know, I just cannot wait for Miss Indiana. So until next week, bye-bye.